I can't believe we're getting married. Shit, we have to plan a wedding. Okay, take a deep breath. Relax. We got you. I'm Chris Serna. And I'm Ashley Aiken. And we are your wedding vendor besties, giving you permission to ditch tradition. This is your day, and we're here to give you permission to do things your way. Together, let's make your wedding intentional as fuck. You are listening to The Bridal Breakdown. Hey everybody, welcome to season two, episode eight of the podcast, and Ashley and I are going to be honest. We have been on the struggle bus today. Hardcore. Like, we have been trying to focus, and for whatever reason, is Mercury in retrograde? Is that a thing? Is that happening oh right God. now? Oh my God. Like, what's going on with the moods? Know. Have you checked the tides? Dude, I cannot <laughs> focus to save my life. Like This is not normal for us. We went on an hour-long Patreon episode earlier today. Like, what? I don't that know what's... Go- and then we just got into all these side conversations, and it's been so hard to focus. And the funny thing is, is that you and I both have so much to do. Uh-huh. Like... So much to do. And normally, like, when we have so much to do days, we're like, we need to focus. We need to put our heads down. We need to think about, like, okay, how can we get through? We got, like, this to do, that to do, this yep. to do. Let's not... Let's not beat Let's around not. the bush. And for yeah. some reason, that bush has gotten beaten. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's been a thing all day today. So, just a little heads up. Today might be a little squarely. Not trying to be, but it's okay. So, today we're just a little scatterbrained. But we got an episode for you. And this was actually an episode idea that was sent to you by, was it Nola? Ashley Nola? It, it was Ashley Nola. She just sent me like three text messages. So I'm trying to like find my do not disturb. <laughs> I'm like, stop, stop. Okay. They like go off ping, 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 ping. Yeah. Can you hear them? No, no. Okay. Okay. They're just, but I could see your face. I can tell when you get a message because you get kind of like a little distracted. I go like that. Yeah. 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 So, but yes, she, she sent you a topic. Mm -hmm. What are we talking about today? We're going to talk about mingling intentionally with your guests. And I kind of pose this question to her every now and again of like, what's something that you really wish that your couples could hear? Oh, that's a good question to ask. Yeah, because she is like the more dominant photographer at this point in our business. And she experiences things that I don't. And so I just kind of want to know like from a super real world or like fresh perspective. Yeah. Like what's on your mind right now? And she was like... I really think people need to walk into their wedding prepared for this feeling of you're going to have to interact with your guests and it's not something people plan for. Like, yeah, you, I feel like people hear it. I feel like people hear like you need to make sure that you greet your guests and say, Hey, but they never think of like actually putting that into action. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. You know, like when I think when a lot of, people think about getting married whether you know it's a bride or groom or, or whoever they're thinking like oh my gosh I'm so excited to marry my person or oh my gosh I'm nervous or but it's about them and not necessarily thinking about like their guests and and so it's really interesting that Ashley Nola brought this up because you and I have both heard from multiple people that a key source of wedding day regret for them is that they look back on their wedding day and feel like oh my gosh I didn't like talk to Sarah or I didn't talk to my grandmother. Like they have this list of people that they didn't get to get to interact with. And so then they feel like regret and they don't feel good about that. And then they start to like 
you know, regret's a terrible feeling to, to have. And so the reality is, is that if couples are not intentional with how, and more importantly, when they're going to interact with their guests, it's going to just happen randomly or it might not happen at all. Uh, and if it does happen, sometimes it might not even feel meaningful. So that's why we want to jump into this whole conversation about this topic. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there is real I don't know would you even say that there is a solution to this other than just being intentional with how you plan your day I mean I feel like that is that is the big solution right like yeah there's yeah we have a couple we have a couple different solutions but this guys this is I was telling Ashley like even as we were mapping this episode out and like figuring out like okay well how do we solve this and and all that that truly I think that one of the yeah yeah, yeah. the biggest pro of this episode or one of the biggest things is that it's going to actually just bring awareness to an issue. And I think simply bringing this to the forefront of your mind is going to have you go, oh my gosh, I didn't even Mm -hmm. think about that. So before we dive into solutions, do you have like any real world, real wedding things that kind of come to mind? Like how does, how does this typically play out in a wedding day when it's not planned for? Well, well, I will say what happened with mine because I have a real world in my own experience. So we did a reception and I was a COVID bride. So that doesn't really matter why I had a reception because that really wasn't true. Anyways, people are so used to this like split ceremony reception ordeal. Yeah. So we had a reception like four or five months after we got married and we did that so that we had a reason to gather with the people that we loved since we had such an intimate wedding. And I didn't plan for really the mingling because I feel what I normally see is the couple mingles during dinner. Right. And I actually did not mingle during dinner. And what did you do? Think about it. Did you just sit down and eat? Yeah. (laughs) You sat down and ate. I did. Like I was so excited about the food. I just, I was so excited about the food too. (sighs) District Tuckery is pretty dang good so tacos. I can good. eat tacos every day of the week. So good. So I didn't really mean, like, I don't know if we ever went around the tables. I I, I remember there was a point where you guys were b- back by a wall, like the wall that had the cupcakes and stuff, that it seemed like people were coming up to you guys yeah. and talking to you. And I just saw these like little conversations kind of happening back there. And I was taking photos of, some of those conversations happening, but that's, I think really the only time that I saw kind of people start to line up to kind of have conversations with you guys, or it was like after dinner. So people, some people were coming up and saying bye because they were going to go ahead and head out. Um, but that, you know, that wasn't a huge chunk of time either. No, it wasn't. And I just never even considered, like, I just like, you know, do you ever hear, I talked to my husband about this a lot. Like, if you don't have a plan for your day, then the day just kind of like takes you and like, yeah. it oh, takes yeah. it's your like, day. It's like the you know current, I mean? like the ocean, like you could, you know, if you throw a toy boat out in the ocean, it's just going to go wherever the waves take it. Yes. And that's kind of like how it is on your wedding day. Yeah. If you don't have a plan and looking back, like I wish that I had thought about this and had a plan for it and not just planned for dinner Because you are, like, what I normally see is couples go from table to table to table during dinner, rush through dinner so they can start 
like making their rounds and thanking people for coming. Yeah. Which takes a long time also. And it's just very short conversations, but at least there's the time there. I didn't even consider it. And so in not considering it, I didn't really do it. I just like talked to whoever came up to me or like, when I made eye contact with somebody, like I would go to the table, but there are a lot of tables that I'm thinking about. That, like, I don't think I talked to any of those people. And yeah. like, and granted, you had, you guys had a lot of parents, friends. Well, you guys kind of had uh family in from out of town too. I know you did. I don't know if Justin did. Yeah, we did. Uh, but we I had, know a, you lot. had a, a good chunk of people. Yeah. And we spent the day before with most, any of our out of towners we had over the day before. Oh, okay. Well, that's so that a was really probably part of it. But you know what? You guys were intentional with that because you knew yes. that you were going to have out-of-town guests. And so you're like, listen, I know this isn't going to happen on the wedding day. So let's get together the day before. Oh, my gosh. This could even be Which, like, we didn't even talk about this. That was my favorite, by the way. Like the Friday before the reception. Yeah. Best day ever. That's awesome. Best day ever like well, all of it, our out-of-towners came in we had so much time didn't you guys them. have like a pool party or something we or? did we yeah. had a pool party which r.i.p pool we're totally getting rid of it um <laughs> it is in total ruin right now but we had a pool party we had like a barbecue and hung out with literally everybody people kind of came and go as they wanted it was so much fun yeah so that is you're right that's an intentional way to spend time especially with the out-of-towners because i remember feeling these people are traveling in I don't want to feel guilty the day of the wedding only saying hello to them. Oh my gosh, this is such a good point. And this is what I love about our podcast. We, we just get into these little, you know, we didn't plan to talk about this. This is just naturally kind of coming up. We have other solutions, but this is a solution that isn't even listed. Like if you have people coming in from out of town, think about it. Like, are you going to be able to give them, like, are you going to feel guilty about not spending time with them I mean, because I think you guys had, what, like 15, 20 people come in from out of town? Oh, Maybe more, more? More than that. And so... so we, we had so many out of town. You guys planned ahead to have this moment. I One of my biggest regrets on our wedding day is we had uh, two of my friends come in, two of my good friends come in from Houston. And we didn't spend the day with them before. Uh, or they came over... No, we, we had a, re- a wonky rehearsal dinner. That was so awkward Well, okay, the day before. I don't want to completely interrupt that thought, but I do want to mention rehearsal dinner. Like so many times the rehearsal dinner is just for the wedding party to rehearse. And then there's like the dinner afterwards that you treat everybody to. But like the we didn't do a rehearsal. So we just treated I, it as. I dinner. wish like, we would have just had a party. Like a party right. before the party. Like, like a welcome hey, party. Yeah, like some of these people. And I wish I would have had my friend Garrett and Chase and their families like come over and do that. Um, because, you know, they drove 10 hours to get here. And that's probably similar. You guys had some Houston people come too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to yeah, be able had, to like, carve out that Houston time yeah. to like spend time with them the day before or even better the day after if they're going to be around, maybe grabbing brunch or Which, if you're not going yes. on your honeymoon or, or whatever. Yeah. Did you guys we do did that? that too. Mm-hmm. We had it wasn't a pool party the next but we like still grilled out and like everybody just hung out peacefully in the by the pool the next right. day it was fun that's awesome well that's that's a really good way to look at it for us yeah we it just kind of happened at our wedding day in random conversations uh and it felt a little chaotic uh i remember feeling like just being pulled in so many different directions um but i think here's something to think about too that we didn't talk about or like didn't even think about but 
guests at a wedding are kind of always looking for that moment where they can slip in and say hi. And so they're waiting for that cue. Like, and a lot of times, like, unfortunately, this happens during dinner. People go up, they interrupt you while you're eating, and then you don't get to eat because you just get interrupted the whole time. Not everybody, you know, some people have the self-awareness enough to not do that, but some guests are looking for the cue, like to be, if they haven't had it by dinner, like when can I, when can I go up? When can I say hi? When can I tell them I'm happy for them? When can I congratulate them? And so you got to like think of how this can happen or when this can happen. Cause if not, people are going to kind of be wondering all night and some people might not feel like they have permission to go up and say hi. That's I'm that person. Right. Not everybody is. Some people are more assertive, but I will just not say hi to them and just kind of like be like, hi and not because I don't want to take their time up. Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm not that like, that's kind of just my way. I'm not that important. Like go talk to those other people. Like, I love you. You love me. We know that. That's fine. Like, like even, or e- it's even different a little more for you because you're a photographer because you know what they're probably going through because you see it all the time and you're like, ah, definitely not going to barge in and say mm-hmm. hi and kind of interrupt them. So if you're listening to this, we uh, I hope that before we share some of these practical things and the solutions that we have, like the the awareness of realizing that this is a thing will have kind of given you a light bulb moment. Totally. So... The first thing that we want to challenge you guys on or, or a solution. What are you doing with your eyebrows? <laughs> I, I, I have something on my sleeve right now. So. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go? I want. I'll go first. Do it. Go for it. So one of the things that you can do, and these are ideas, hopefully, you know, it sparks some creative ones that are not mentioned, but you can actually greet your guests as they arrive to your ceremony. So if you do, do did, if you do a first look with your partner, your, you've already seen each other. And so this is a great opportunity for your guests as they begin to arrive in you and your partner to have intentional conversations with people. People arrive at sporadic different, sporadic different times. Freaking words, man. They arrive sporadically. <laughs> <laughs> they arrive sporadically. And so... This can give you the opportunity to have some conversation with some early birds to, you know, just even hug people and like at least say the hello if you didn't yeah. get to say hello later. And we actually had a couple do this and we have another couple who they're listeners and um, they are doing this, but in a different way. She's going to wear different clothes. I think. And yeah. And I think we actually talked about this actually last Maybe week, last on, our, week. Co- on our cocktail hour episode yeah so, so she's doing a some of this hour before the ceremony yeah and some of this ties in i mean really the first thing that you want to do is is you want to you just want to determine when are we going to have these moments of connection yeah. during our wedding day so you have to figure out like when are we going to do it and so ashley you're saying hey an option is you can do it before the ceremony you can greet them before the ceremony but like you said in order for that to happen they're going to have to have done a first look. Yes. You're going to have to do a first look. You can have different attire on. And if you don't want people to see your dress, but also if you do want people to see your dress, let them see your dress. They're going to see it when you walk down the aisle. Cause guess what? They're going to tell you, they're going to say, Oh my God, you, you get look to have that moment with amazing. Them. Yeah. yeah. You get to have that moment with them. So for anybody that's watching this, I'm just going to share this really quick. Oh, I'm this so interested. My screen. It's just my screen. So you can see, the couple that did this earlier this year, the first time I 
seen somebody do this where they greet their guests. So these are some of the reactions uh, of people and how happy they are to be. They greeted. were probably shocked, man. Oh, oh look at every, these smile! Oh my gosh, look at these smiles! Every single person walking around the corner was like, oh, "We get to see them! Oh my gosh, we get to see them! They're right here! They're right here!" And then they like do these big hugs. They're like, "Hi!" It's it was just so. Sweet. And like these are the parents back here just like watching kind of in awe. You know what the cool thing about this, Ashley, too, is that they don't lose any time in their timeline doing this because guess where they would be if they weren't here? They'd be in a room. In a room. By themselves. Or maybe with each other, maybe. Mm -hmm. But they don't lose any time in their timeline. That's crazy. Yeah, those are gorgeous. And the smiles were so genuine. Like you could tell like people were so so excited to be able to see them that's typically not something that people expect to happen so Mm-mm. you could do it and we always we've talked about this before like we're very pro you know greet your guest if that's your jam and you you're okay with that um but that's an idea so you can do it before your ceremony and maybe it's in a different way before your ceremony uh but that's kind of a, a time frame that makes sense you can do it after your ceremony um I think we've all seen, I'm not a big fan of them. I understand them, but I'm not a big fan of them. Um, what are those lines called? The greeting lines, like where people go down. Oh. I forgot what they're called. Uh, Is dude, it a, it's not a greeting line. No, it's not a greeting but line. I what do they call, call them? a greeting line too. Dismissal line. To what do they call those things? What do they call them? Handshake We're line. We're going to do a... Say hi line. <laughs> That's not it. That's <laughs> definitely not it. You guys know what we're talking about. People line up. Is it? Oh, the receiving line. Yes. It's the receiving go. line. And old people love the receiving line. They love it. They're all about it. Here's the thing with the receiving line. It's probably going to take you 30 minutes because everyone mingles like crazy. It is. It's never short. And if that's what you want, that's great. Uh, but it, it does take a lot of time. So It does. Now, I've seen also instead of like a receiving line where the bride and the groom or the bride and the bride, you know. Um, they are at the, like they exit and then they wait as their guests leave and they receive each person as they leave. You could also be the one to dismiss the rose. So like everybody is stays seated and the bride and groom like leave every, the wedding party leaves, but the bride and groom comes back and they dismiss by row and like hug people kind of as they leave. Yeah. Which I feel like may take the same. I think it takes a little less time because there's a little less conversation happening. Yeah, because people are like, oh, crap, people are waiting to be dismissed. Yeah. Another thing that I've seen is for some people, they weren't having a reception, but they wanted to, uh, they really like loved sweets. And so they stood at the door uh, after they exited their ceremony and had like 100 cupcakes, boxed cupcakes. This was also during COVID. So they like had them boxed and they handed out cupcakes to everyone because they weren't going to have a reception on their way out. So they... I guess said goodbye to everyone as they left by giving them a cupcake cupcake. And that was pretty cool. I've that reminds me of, I've just seen they do like essentially a receiving line, but it's during the reception at the cake table. Okay. So yeah. Everybody's like going up for cake anyways. That one does take a little while and it takes time out of your reception. But if everybody is going to get cake anyway, and there's a way that you can work that in, it is nice because people are coming to you and most people do go get some cake um, so that's been something cool I've seen. 
but it definitely takes time. Like nothing else is happening while right. this receiving line at the cake table is happening. Yeah, you're going to eat up some of your, your wedding day coverage or not. I don't even want to think about it in terms of coverage, but it will it will affect your schedule, which it could affect it positively depending on how much you want that to happen or it could affect it negatively if you are not wanting it to take as long or you don't anticipate it taking, you know, it takes longer. Anyways, the third one, the third place that this can kind of happen. And again, you could do this anytime. We're talking about four that this like makes sense where these could fit in really well. But cocktail hour. We did an episode on this last week. We're not going to dive too deep into this one. But obviously cocktail hour uh, is a really great time for the bride and groom to join in and meet people. Mingle, say hi, hugs, kisses, all that stuff. Yeah. I love cocktail hour. Like I love it when get, uh, the couple mingles. Yeah, and and if you haven't had a chance to listen to episode seven of this season, season two, go ahead and go back and listen to that episode. We had a listener reach out to us via Instagram and actually said, hi, thank you guys so much for that episode. Uh, They were really excited. They enjoyed it. And they said it really helped them think creatively um, about how they can make that time more intentional. So we love when we get any kind of feedback from you guys. What is the last point that kind of makes sense uh, in the day to do some sort of interaction with your guests you obviously during the reception and that this is what we see the most i would say it's like the most traditional is at the and not i'm not using traditional like traditional is not always a bad thing guys yeah um but it's the most traditional and it's the easiest to work in but it's during dinner so yeah i think the way that this would work the best is if the couple eats their dinner like in a private room potentially even and that way they can just be uninterrupted and have a little bit of time together not entertaining anybody and then go and make the rounds around the dinner tables from your guests and like talk this to is a table this is a random thing but have you seen people i can't remember where i saw this i saw this going around on instagram people calling for the death of wedding party tables like and like Freeing no, but your, I hate them. You're freeing your so, bride, your wedding party from sitting with you at the yeah. front and letting them be with their people and who they want to be with and the bride and groom just staying there. Like there's a lot of work that goes into wedding party tables for a small amount of time and they're always inconvenient and then people always end up moving to join their significant other at their other table. Yeah. And well, I love when they do the wedding tables combined or like the significant other. Yeah, that's great. Like when, so then it's like a really big table. And I also like it when those tables are in the middle of all the rest of the tables and it's not yeah. like the head. I don't like them at the, when I've been in the parties and it's at the head, I just feel like people are staring at me yeah. and like watching for my reactions, even though I'm not like, they're not yeah. but like, that's just, that's how, just it feels. how you feel. I've seen like big family style, like farm, uh, far, I love say those farmhouse table. I know exactly what you're talking of the about. Room, it's just so cool because they're everybody's immersed in it. Like you can turn around and talk to other people. Yeah. Um, I know that sweetheart tables are a thing, but I'm gonna like unpopular opinion here. I do not like sweetheart tables. Oh, I hate them. I don't like okay. them either. Okay, maybe not a, an unpopular opinion. I don't like sweet sweetheart tables. No, I I, I think- still think it's unpopular. I just think we're the majority on this podcast. I think I think oh. that <laughs> feels more awkward because you don't have anyone else yeah. around you. Then you feel no, like someone is definitely watching you. Also, if also you're choosing to do a sweetheart <laughs> table, you do you. We're I, not trying I to shame say, people. I don't think they look good, but 
I wouldn't have a sweetheart table. I wouldn't have a sweetheart table either. But if you do, you do you, man. I've photographed plenty of sweetheart tables. And I do think I appreciate what a sweetheart table is trying to do. Yeah. A sweetheart table, I think, is trying to like isolate the couple in a good way. Like let them be alone. Um you just, I just be it's watched. just so hard to for the for the couple to eat because people do comes come up, up to the table. Yeah. And then they linger and you're like, bro, I'm trying to eat these baked beans that I paid $3,000 for. Like, Dude, okay. <laughs> wait, this totally reminds me. Yes, by the way. Um, I had a couple. It was the one with the shot bar. They shot bar. ate away. Have you ever had a wedding with a shot girl? No. Someone have a wedding with a shot have you? man oh, okay. and woman. Do like a, sh- like, uh, like like a shot married couple. Shots? Yeah, like, yeah. That'd be crazy. Like, like be give fun. them super soakers, like a husband and wife that are really fun. Wait, shots instead of like hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> yeah, like they, you just go up and they like have a super soaker full of vodka and they just oh. like blast you in the face. Oh my God, talk about a reception party. That'd I, be crazy. I wonder how legal that would be. <laughs> it's probably... Like from a bartender's perspective. <laughs> oh no, they're like, oh no, this is clear. This is just water. Yeah. That'd be yeah, crazy. Or like uh, margarita mixed juice. Anyways, go ahead. The wedding I did. The shot. The shot. Shot, shot wall. What it? Shot wall. Thank you. Yep. Um, they sat. This was the first wedding I've done where exclusively the couple went to a different place to eat so they could eat privately. But the way this venue was set up is there was like a second level that looks over the whole reception. So they ate their food overlooking their reception. So they like watched everybody kind of like that's cool enjoying their thing while they shared a meal together and alone. I love it. So a way to accomplish that at any venue is to get a lift that you sit in and you wear a harness and you go up in your lift above the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Just be hang suspended. Yeah. Or you can hire security, like rope your area off so no one can get to you. Mm -hmm. That would be kind of funny. funny. Yeah. But that that is a hard part about I feel like that only happen that happens more so with sweetheart tables than it does with head tables because head tables your wedding party almost serves as like a blockade a little bit of a buffer yeah you know so yeah, totally. really the way to avoid it is just share a meal by yourself I've seen these I've seen the couple obviously do that that I just said but then I've also seen the couple share a meal with their families so it was like their parents and their siblings and they went to a different room of the venue and it was like very intimate setting of just like the parents the siblings and the couple yeah and they like shared like a family meal together well and i've also seen so if we're talking about reception the another really traditional thing that people do uh, is they do the dollar dance and that serves as a connection point honestly not to everyone because not everyone's going to pay to do it but a good i mean I think a, a good chunk of people go up and do the dollar dance. I personally thought it was one of the most awkward experiences of our wedding. You did it? Yeah, we did it. Uh, mostly because, like, I just remember, like, having some of, like, Lara's family come up and, like, dancing with me. And I, it just... You're like, I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know you. Some of, like, her... My honeymoon. Some of her high school friends. Like, it was just a little weird. It's like, oh, I met you once. Like, I don't know. So, if you feel, if you feel awkward, this could just be another point. Like, well, we'll save that for later. What I was going to say was that is a point. You could do it then. Uh, a really creative way that I've also seen done at a wedding was to, uh, the couple had an open bar and right as they they did their grand entrance, they cut the cake and then immediately after cake cutting, they went to the bar 
and the open bar started and they had a bartender but these the, the bartenders would hand the couples the drinks and then the drinks would hand the drinks to or the couple would hand the drinks to whoever ordered the drink and then share a moment talking to them and they had like these aprons on that said like Mr. and Mrs. or something like that. That was a really, and that was, they were really excited about like being able to give drinks to all of their people. Um, and that was something that I thought was really creative that I've, that I've seen before. Yeah. I, that, these are all just real world experiences that we're pulling from our brains. That reminds me, I've had a couple who, you know how like they have mixed drinks. Like there's like the signature drinks. Oh yeah. Yeah their signature drinks in these like huge let's call them kegs it wasn't really a keg you're right it was like a contain like five gallon jug let's say okay and it was a dispenser and so they would just dispense their signature drink and give it to the couple but it was like instead of a dollar dance it was you want this drink i'm gonna pour this for you which i actually don't know how legal that is now that i'm talking about yeah i feel like every law or every state and laws are different but well that's and that's why they like had to hand the bartender had to actually i think hand if you're doing something in your server. backyard, you can do whatever you want. Venues get really finicky about alcohol yeah. rules legally. So, But they poured them. So this was essentially their dollar dance. And so they were putting money into a container, oh. like to see who, like who are you going to get served by the bride or the groom? You know, Oh, you, I like are, that. Are I I'm dig throwing? that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I am. So you're I, saying there was a container yeah. there. People came up and they had the option yeah. to choose to get a signature drink from the bride or from the, or groom. the groom. And they, they and did that, was, that. Yeah. That was, and they were, but they were contributing to the honeymoon and this was just a creative. They were like, ah, we're not dancing people. We're more drinking people. So let's do yeah. this and let's yes. kind of make it our own. And then, you know, you got to chit chat at the bar during that time while the drink was being made. Yeah, I thought that was cool. No, I really like that. I dig that a lot. I mean, whatever you should do, and this is like kind of us getting in more to the practical thing, like, you know, as we start to wrap up this episode, like whatever you do, you need to make sure that it's you. So dollar dance, looking back, I don't know that I would have done that. It, it was very awkward for me. If you're not someone that is social like that, that wants to interact in a very rapid kind of way that also involves movement. And if you're going to feel very vulnerable and insecure during that time, don't do it. But if you feel like you could uh, stand by the bar and hand out, you know, maybe you have the bottle. I don't know. I don't know what's legal when it comes to alcohol, but figuring out like, Oh, we're going to serve hot chocolate to our guests, or we are going to, I don't know, like something, something different. Like we are going to, uh, I want to say take shots, but that would be so much to take shots. Wait, maybe like they're coffee people. Oh yeah. And you're, you've, well, coffee that late. Who knows when, when you do this, let's say you have a summer ceremony and you're doing this at like 4 PM and you're doing coffee and like one of you has like a caramel latte and then the other one has, or whatever, you know? Oh, Yeah. And then you That's get it. you get the lattes and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you you just do you. I just had another idea. What if you had a uh, a disposable camera or a Polaroid camera and you and the DJ announced, hey, the bride and groom are going to be over by the by the brick wall, you know, on the west side of the building, hanging out for the next thirty minutes. Uh, they're drinking beers. Why don't you come over and uh, get a Polaroid photo with them? And they literally, but the couple keeps it. Maybe that's their version of the guest book. Like, I don't know. Like, you just someone you have someone there that has the Polaroid camera, and then you talk to them. Who, whatever, like you make it your own, whatever you do. So our encouragement to you is to sit down with your person 
and have a discussion and say, hey, when are we going to carve out time during our wedding day to greet our guests? And uh, because if you don't choose it and if you're not intentional with the time and picking it, it could just happen randomly or worse, not happen at all. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Good freaking job at wrapping that together, Chris. You're trying to put a bow <laughs> you, on it, man. I was going to say, you are the one that keeps these episodes moving along. I, I feel try. like the interjector and in your previous um, job. My previous, uh, yeah, previous experiences. Job. Yes, it makes you very good at moving these things along. It was I, that was really helpful. Yeah. I, let think, us, I let, think that our listeners will find this helpful. Yeah, seriously. And we, again, like one of our favorite things about doing this podcast is that we get to interact with you guys in some shape or fashion messages energize us like crazy reviews we got another review the other day it was short and simple to the point on on itunes that really fills our hearts when we get those and then of course when people chime in in the private facebook group um and and share things with us that's really exciting we had some people who you know someone got their veil early this last week someone picked up their dress like there's it's cool to hear all of those things and so if you ever have any thoughts about an episode man share it with us we love those things and if you ever have anything you want to hear on the podcast. Don't hesitate to shoot us a message. We had someone reach out about having someone on uh, a makeup artist. And so it's always cool to get those, those ideas from people. Yes. And you can email us at Hey at the bridal breakdown. If you also just want to send any submissions in that way. Yeah. As well. Or, or the IG or the Facebook group or wherever, however you want to, you can send a, a carrier pigeon. I'll give you my address and you can send a carrier <laughs> pigeon. To me. But Love it. that's all we got for you guys. We'll talk to you real soon and be sure to keep it intentional AF as you are wedding planning. <laughs>